Hello, my name is Cesar Torres, and you are watching Secrets of Tomorrow's Leader, a podcast by JCI San Lucrito. I have today with me Roger Dominion, author of The Six Pillars of Business Success, Doing Business Right. I got the first edition right here in my hands. He is also a business coach, life coach really, and a business lawyer here in Santa Clarita. Roger, thank you for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me, Caesar. It's awesome having you here. Um, I owe this man a lot. I Not only is he my friend, but I trust him and... You, you, our, view, our viewers and our listeners should trust him as well because I like everything about you. I like how you actually try to empower people, build a great business, but build a great person, I believe. So, Roger, you're a business coach, uh, business lawyer. What, which do you, how do you like to explain who you are to someone? Because you are a man of a thousand jobs and <laughs> you help a lot. Well, in a nutshell, I'm a business attorney, business consultant, and business coach, and my primary area of expertise is business structure. So I help business owners establish a structure from top to bottom to build their business from A to Z on what I call uh, built on bedrock or on a solid foundation to help them become independent of a fluctuating economy. Building on bedrock. You have that trademark because that's how it is. Uh and you brought that because uh, what struggles do business owners actually have when creating a business? The foundation, is, are they re ready for it when they start? <laughs> I think it would be easier to list what struggles they don't have as opposed to listing what they do have. But here's the core thing that you <laughs> um, uh, really want to know about that. When uh, you're starting a business, most people uh, have this area that they're experts in, right? Let's just say you're a plumber and you're an excellent plumber or you're an HVAC guy or you're an insurance salesman and you really mastered your trade. The key issue there is that that's what you've done. You've mastered your trade. But starting and owning and running and growing a business, it's not just about your trade. It's about understanding what business structure looks like, right? So if you know how to do plumbing and you're great at it, wonderful, but Who's going to handle the legal aspects of your business? How about your financial aspects, right? Who's going to handle the HR when you're starting to grow? Who's going to handle the human resources helping you build a team? What about marketing? What about, uh, you know, uh, advertising, having the sales team? What happens with production? How do you get the jobs done from the time they come in to the time you complete them, right? What about customer service when the job is done and people call you for follow-ups? Uh, how do you handle all that? So that really is what makes a business up, right? These are the six pillars that I write about in my book because these are, it doesn't matter if you're a mom and pop working out of your garage or you're a Fortune 100 company, you still need these six pillars, this structure for your business to be successful. And the challenge that many business owners face is that they're oblivious to these things. They don't know. So you can't implement and, and work with things that you don't know. And that's really the primary problem that most business owners have when they're starting out. Now, I've run into that problem myself. I always get complimented. People are like, hey, you should go independent, work for yourself. Um, I know COVID-19 just hit. So mass, uh, mass resignations have happened. People lost their jobs, and I would assume a lot of people started working for themselves. So they're like, hey, like you said, I know plumbing. I'm going to start a business, and boom. They don't know. Whew, they don't know a lot is what you're, you're telling me. Um, for myself, um, as oh, – let's see. Yeah, for myself and for others out there, young entrepreneurs, uh, what are some really quick basics that, hey, these are the top three things you should focus on in order to be a successful for yourself as a self-made owner? 
Sure. Well, my key uh, three words that I repeat in a lot of my uh, consulting, coaching, and some of the videos that I'm putting out is this. You got to be informed, equipped, and empowered, right? If, if I give you three words, that's what it is. You got to be informed, you got to be equipped, and you got to be empowered. So these require uh, proactive action on the side or of the business owner, right? So to get informed, uh, let's just say on laws that apply to your business. Hypothetically, we'll use that as an example, mm -hmm. right? I'm not saying you have to go out and become a lawyer mm -mm. if you're a plumber, right? right? Or if you're an insurance salesman. What I'm saying is that you got to know at least the basic areas of law that apply to your business so that you are in compliance with those laws and you put in all of the uh, safety measures or the safety net to protect yourself against legal pitfalls that you would otherwise be oblivious to, right? So you got to get informed when you're starting a business. You know, I, I'm very entrepreneurial, like you said, and, mm -hmm. and I'm I'm very business minded. And I, I believe it's a blessing and a curse, right? Let me tell you why. I have this joke. It says, as an entrepreneur, you come up with a great idea in the middle of the night. By morning, you're incorporated. By afternoon, you have a website, you have business cards. And by evening, you have a going out of business sale, right? Oh. Because you <laughs> You rush so fast through your passion that you don't think about all of the barriers and challenges that you're going to face, right? Mm. So getting informed and then equipping yourself with the right uh, uh, team members, with the right uh, finances, with the right equipment, all of those things, equipping yourself to be able to carry out your business is going to be essential. And then you need to empower yourself, right? Because there's a lot of mind to success. Mm -hmm. So if your mind isn't structured and ready for success, to pursue success, it's going to be very difficult for you when you start facing those barriers and those challenges. Mm. Strong body, strong mind, but lots of knowledge. You have to uh, absorb the knowledge. Yeah. It's not a place, starting a business uh, is not a place for you to cut corners, right? A lot of people are like, oh, no, I'm an, I'll get up and running and then I'll figure all these things out. Some things you can do that with, mm -hmm. but not everything. Mm. And, and sometimes you'll get up and running and you'll start, you know, uh, experiencing great success and then bam, comes out of the blue. You got the uh, barrier, you got the challenge and you find yourself totally unprepared. So you end up either burning through all the money that you accumulated or have to shut your doors down because you can't afford to deal with that unexpected challenge. And they come in so many different shapes and sizes from so many different places, expected and unexpected, that you really have to be prepared for those challenges and barriers. And these challenges, these holes and people's plans, their their, their fantasies, is that something you try to uh, help them like navigate? Do you show them other people or, oh, this is like how you should do this? Or do you connect them with other community people? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's key to uh, being a successful business consultant, business advisor, right? So people come to me, like you said, because they're trusting me to guide them and steer them in the right direction. So before I do that, though, I have to open their eyes, right? You can't send someone off into a direction without opening their eyes mm. as to why you're sending them down that path. Right? I, I feel like that's very difficult. Uh, I know some people, no one likes being told their way is wrong. Right. So as... Uh, I don't know. How, how do you do it? That, that's, that's why we're here. You are the professional. How, essentially, how do you tell someone their mindset is wrong? Like, oh, this is where you're going to, this, this is literally the hole you're going to fall into. This, you already see it, right? Like, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. How do you bring that up? How do you convince the person to not only trust you, but to uh, give them that, that aha moment? It's like, oh, it all makes sense now. Sure. How do you do it? Sure. So the, there's a key to that, 
and it's called Take Him There. So, you know, they're sitting in today, right? Yeah. But if you can mentally help them navigate to five days from now or five years from now and help them see the challenge that they're going to face, you don't have to tell them they're wrong. You just mm. have to get them to listen to you. They'll determine that they're going to head for self-destruction or at least some challenges. It's about getting them to visualize being there, right? So it's like, uh, you know, I, I run a, a men's Bible study group uh, every Thursday night. And my key objective, it's been four and a half years now, the key objective and why that group keeps growing is because I take them to the times in history. And I, I, I they almost feel like they're there with the events that are happening in those biblical stories. And it's a completely different scenario, right? So rather than tell you, hey, you're making a mistake, everything you're doing is wrong, you know, let Which me let no me know what I see here. Exactly. <laughs> rather than doing that, let me just show you what five years from now looks like or three years from now looks mm -hmm. like. You hire your first employee and you uh, have a habit of breaking their lunch break to 25 minutes instead of letting them have the full 30 minutes. And then everything is fine and dandy because you're getting along with that employee until that fourth year where you have a falling out, your employee leaves. And next thing you know, you're served with a lawsuit because you've been violating their lunch break, which has to be 30 minutes, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. Hypothetically speaking, for the last four years. And that's going to cost you a lot of money to deal with, right? You're either going to have to settle or hire lawyers to fight that in court because technically you're in violation of labor laws. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you didn't care about that because the employee was your friend until the employee That's no true. longer wanted to be That's your friend. True. So if I can take you there, I don't have to tell you you're doing something wrong. I just have to make you think about it. So you you're all about protecting just right right like right now. They weren't thinking about it. And all y'all's that's something you have to think about. Uh, you all in this era right now of being self-employed and all that jazz. Um, you are here to help them not get pretty much screwed. <laughs> by lawsuits or uh, really other big chain uh, businesses as um, this is not a business coach, more like the business lawyer side, uh, your firm, you help protect their intellectual properties and essentially their businesses. Correct. On that thinking, does that also lend itself to uh, nonprofit organizations? I'm not sure what the distinction is. Do they both share uh, the same, um, the same foundation of protecting yourself. Um, very similar. It doesn't matter if you're in a business for profit or nonprofit. This is why I call myself uh, the business structure expert, right? Because it's really structure at the end of the day, right? If if you're whether you're a, a for profit, a nonprofit, or even a church, there is structure to be put in place, right? There has to be structure, and that structure really involves legal, protecting your entity from legal uh, aspects, right? Uh, there's going to be financial because every for-profit and non-profit entity needs money to operate and survive and grow, right? right? There's going to be human resources. You need people, right? HR basically is a is a glorified term for people, right? Mm. At the end of the day, that's all HR is. And it doesn't matter if you're for-profit or non-profit, it is going to require people, right? So there's an HR element to it. Then there's marketing. HR, if okay, let's I mean let's take marketing and let's just look at it from a nonprofit perspective. Does a nonprofit need to raise funds? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. And how do they do that without getting in the community and marketing themselves? Mm -hmm. Same thing, right? And then we look at production. Well, if you if you hear production, you think, well, we're not a manufacturing company or anything like that. To me, production is production. It doesn't matter what you're doing. So what is a nonprofit? Uh, organization produce. Nonprofit organization produces the benefits, the causes that it uh, 
uh, is is it stands for yeah, right? Tries to raise so, up, tries to create a community it, or whatever, itself. whatever the cause is, yeah. whoever you're trying to help, getting out there and actually helping them so that your supporters continue to support you as a nonprofit. That's your production. Maybe you call it something else, but it really is the production. And then there is customer service, right? And in in a nonprofit element, the customer service part is the people that you're supporting and the people that are supporting you. Both sides will come to you from time to time, right? And they'll need some type of support, right? Whether it's, hey, show us that, you know, you're doing what you're supposed to do with this cause, or hey, it would be really nice if your nonprofit would add this type of support for the people out there that need it. But one way or another, your supporters your, your the, and the people that you're helping in a nonprofit, they are your audience, they are your customers, and they will need support from time to time. So in reality, Yes, I've written this book from a for-profit standpoint, but it applies to every single type of entity, whether for-profit, nonprofit, church, or you name it. Mm-hmm. And it goes beyond beyond this book here. Uh, you actually have um, RDC Academy. These are going to be classes for these people, for anyone who wants to know uh, in-depth and real-world examples of what pitfalls or what examples you're going to have or we could run into. Um do you also do some sort of consulting? It kind of sounds like you're giving them consulting advice. Is that part of another brand that you actually have? So outside of the law firm, um, I own a company called the Roger Dominion Corporation. And the Roger Dominion Corporation's core three areas of service are consult, business consulting, business coaching, and training. Mm. But there are subdivisions that we're bringing to life now that further enhance the services and mainly the education that we are able to share with small businesses now going national throughout the United States. One of those divisions is RDC Academy, uh, which you can learn more about at rdcacademy.com. This is an academy, a business academy that we are launching uh, in the near future. We're expected to launch sometime between September and December of this year. And the, the primary Uh, aspect of the academy is we teach what colleges and universities don't real life business experience real life that's our motto and and it's a for us by us type of situation right it is training and courses by business owners for business owners exactly and that's because you can't get that in school right look i'll tell you law school i went to law school for four years right and i paid a ton of money and I just learned how to pass the bar exam. That's I didn't, it. When I came out of there, I didn't know anything about being Nothing. a lawyer. I had to go and, and mm-hmm. have other lawyers help me and do research and do all the work, right? Uh, to become the lawyer that I became, I did that mainly on my own Yourself. and with the help of some colleagues that were kind enough to give me that helping hand, right? But the school itself didn't teach that. Schools, these days, they teach you how to pass tests, right? That's they it. prepare you for exams. But And that does, they, look, don't go dropping out of school. I don't want to hear your parents calling me or, you know, your family getting mad at me. That's or, not the or point. Hey, <laughs> drop out of school. It's all about you empowering yourself. Caesar said that. <laughs> <laughs> Just on record, please, parents. Um, but, you know, the, but the objective is that school doesn't prepare you to run a business. Not at all. It doesn't teach you how to do accounting. It doesn't teach you how to prepare yourself for legal pitfalls and safeguard against them, right? It doesn't teach you, it teaches you the basics of marketing, but it doesn't teach you how to pay for that marketing, right? I wouldn't even tell you, I wouldn't even uh, say it teaches you basic marketing, but overall the school just just barely shows you uh, the bare, the bareness, if that's even a word, the minimum of what you are studying. Exactly. And And I told this to someone actually last week, I was like, Everything I learned about marketing 
was outside of school, just mentors or colleagues or we were all learning together or someone who's done it and is just adapting to today. Yep. And RDC Academy is going to is, is are you going to have um business owners teach or are these uh professors in their field or is it a combination of both? So the the there's going to be a lot of content that I've developed that I will be teaching. I'm I'm one of the teachers. And you are experienced like over uh, what are your qualifications? Oh, well, we haven't gone through them. I know it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but it was something nice to say. why would you why would we trust your coaching? Sure. Uh I've started in business, I've been it's in business the, the small since part, I was, the small part. <laughs> well, uh, I've been in business since I was a child, right? I started, yeah. I started, no joke. I started my first business when I was six years old in Lebanon, where I was born. And I, I would borrow money from my grandmother, go downstairs and buy groceries. I had this little cabinet in the balcony. I'd put all, all the groceries there and then she'd buy them from me at double the price. So that really was my first business boost. And my confidence really came from there. You go. there right? So I borrowed the money from her and sold everything to her at double the price and paid her back that way. But right? so, <laughs> so in a short run, uh, he has over 20 years experience in running, starting and successfully selling businesses. So as a uh, as you're going to be one of the people who would be teaching at RDC Academy in your podcast. I'm sorry to deviate that. Way, uh, no, no, it's all good. Yeah. So <laughs> I've got the background in the law. I've been a an attorney, a business attorney since 2005. I've got the background in marketing. I've got the background. Uh, I've worked in entertainment. So I've got the background in multiple aspects. Now, I don't try to be everything for everyone, right? Right. I know when I'm uh, qualified at something and I know when I need to bring somebody more qualified than myself. That's why the Academy will also have dozens and dozens of interviews with successful businesses uh, and business owners. And we'll talk about how they got there and what challenges they uh, they overcame. How did they overcome those things? So it's not just myself, but there's going to be a, a series of business experts from the law and the marketing side and the uh, estate planning side and, uh, and even from the marriage and family side, right? One of the nice. most overlooked things in business is how does it affect my marriage and my children, right? If yeah. For those of us that are married out there, how does it affect? Believe it or not, your spouse and your children are your business partners, whether it's on paper or not, right? Oof, because yeah, that's correct. you affect them with the business and they affect you and the business if you don't handle that properly. So we try to cover every aspect of business in these 24 courses uh, with 530 tutorials that we've put together. I actually saw that on your website, how it went from like business. And then at the end, I was like family and spouse. And, and I remember one prime uh, advice you gave me was uh, don't work with family. Is <laughs> what you would tell me because uh, that's what I mean, man. Sometimes getting working with some people is just very difficult and Part of me wants to ask, why do you get so personal with these people? What what drives you to help? Um, in your book, uh, there's scripture um, from the Holy Bible, King James Version, and uh, I feel like that is very personal to you. And how does how does that reflect on your teaching? Sure. Well. You touched on something before I get to that. Let me kind of just give you the backstory of how it is that I, I so personally get involved with these businesses and why I want to help them so uh, so much. I mean, they, yeah. they look, I love small business owners, and here's why. Small business owners are the backbone of America, right? They're the ones who save this country every time it's in trouble financially. The big corporations, when the going gets tough, what do they do? They pack up their jobs and they go to other countries and they take all the jobs to other countries. Mm -hmm. And then when things get better, they come back and get all the credit. Mm -hmm. Statistically, uh, these large corporations, if I recall the statistics correctly, they don't employ more than 10% of the 
uh, employees in the United States. The other 90% is employed by small businesses, right? So the small businesses, when the going gets tough, they don't run. Mm -hmm. They roll up their sleeves and they do what is necessary to save the American economy, right? So, That's right. so I, I respect that. And because of that, I've made a career out of helping them because guess what? No one else is helping them. Mm -mm. The major corporations are definitely not helping them. The banks are not helping them. The IRS is not helping them. Politicians aren't helping them. The government's not helping them. In fact, they're making it more and more difficult to own and run and succeed with a small business in the United States. So somebody's got to help them, right? Somebody's got to give them. And that is my life mission is to give and equip and empower and inform these small business owners so that we can flip those statistics. Because right now, majority of businesses fail within the first five years. Mm -hmm. And we want to change that. And this is why I say the small business education revolution has begun at RDC Academy. Damn, trademark that. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is, because he's a trademark champion right here. No, that's yeah. great. That's that's beautiful. And that really you, is beautiful. Thank you. And then I'll circle back. Uh, you mentioned about my writing, about my faith in um, my book. I am a man of faith. And you might not be, and that's 100% okay, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody has their choice. But my walk's always been with God. And I've spoken to a lot of other business owners that are very successful, and they've also shared with me that when they believe in a higher power and rely that their successes and even their failures are not for them to bear alone, that they have someone guiding them and supporting them through that process, it just makes life easier for mm. everybody. My favorite verse is Deuteronomy 8.18. I tag all my marketing materials with that. That's it. Because mm -hmm. it says, remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth. See, we often forget as business owners who guides us, right? For me, I've discovered that that guide is God, and he's always been the one who's helped me succeed in everything that I put my hands on. He's also been the one to remind me, hey, your success isn't just for you, right? Mm -hmm. It is for other people. It is all about flowing through you to other people and being a blessing to others along the way. So that's that's why uh, my faith, my faith in Christ, my faith in God is at the center of everything I do, right? Mm -hmm. And it's been it's been very supportive, very therapeutic, and it's been the primary reason for my personal success. And you touched on something. You said uh, it flows through you. And in your book, I was reading a beautiful chapter about being a reservoir or being a river. Absolutely. So can you kind of explain what that analogy is? Sure, sure. And I think if, uh, you know, since your show is the secrets of the future, right, this is probably one of the secrets you want to write down, right? Yeah. Uh, I believe that as human beings and as successful business owners and entrepreneurs, right, we have two options when the success comes in, when the finances come in, mm -hmm. right? We can be a reservoir or we can be a river. So what is the difference between the two? A reservoir is a place that saves the water, right, for a future date, a future date that may never come. And while that water is sitting there, it could get polluted, it could grow tadpoles, it can turn green, it, all kinds of disgusting things can happen to it, but it's sitting there. So the reservoir just holds the water, anticipating need for that water sometime in the future. But the river is the exact opposite. It's constantly flowing. And as it's flowing, it is nurturing and nourishing everything along its path. That's why you see these beautiful flowers and mm -hmm. plants growing. It's got the fish that are, uh, you know, uh, uh, benefiting from it. And it's got the insects. All these living things along the path of the river are actually benefiting from the flow of that water. Right. right. So when yeah. the, what the, at the end of the day, the question to successful business owners and entrepreneurs is, 
are you a reservoir with your wealth or are you a river? Which one do you want to be? Of course, I, th- I believe a lot of people in the JCI actually have that. They want to be rivers. They want to go out there. They want to help anyone they can. And not necessarily that they expect anything in, re- in return, mm-hmm. but that's that faith that good things will happen if I stand up and help. That's right. That's, that's right. it, man. If everybody could think like that, the world would be a completely different place, my friend. <laughs> chills, literal chills coming through. <laughs> that was a good thing. Good thing. Yep. Oh, wow. We actually got through a lot of these cards. <laughs> it's like, uh, that, was, that was very nice. Like, it was a good organic way of going. Yep. Now I'm going to, I really need this the other time. That's it. That's it. Um, let's do this last one. I'm digging it, by the way. Thank I you. Think, I right. think they're digging it. You, you, you can tell you've been practicing. No, it's great. It's great. Uh, my whole mentality with this is like, if we could just give like little snippets and just provide good information to people out there in really quick succession, you know, the small little things. It's, uh, that's that's how we should do it. Absolutely. Um, but the last question for you is, um, a last one. It's actually, we already answered this, but if you have, uh, how should I phrase this? Yeah. One last last token of wisdom from you, from all years of doing this, 20 plus years, helping multiple companies, small businesses, or even experienced business owners. If there's someone who comes up to you in a meeting and just says, hi, my name is Cesar Torres from JCI. I want to become the next business coach, the next Roger Dominion of Santa Clarita. What is your three minute, just like, hey, if you want to be me, this is what you got to do or like a mentality. This is how you got to switch your brain. Do you have something that could just make someone think right there, switch their mindset? Some some secret. Absolutely. So I think the key word for you to remember when it comes to this particular question that you asked, which is a wonderful question, by the way, uh, I wish more people would actually ask this question, right? The key answer to that is your reputation is everything, right? So My mantra here is this, never promise what you can't deliver and always deliver what you promise. You see, that's your reputation and it follows you everywhere, right? Nowadays, we live in a time where if somebody wants to go buy food from a new restaurant in town, the first thing they do is they go look at the reputation, right? They look Mm. them up on these uh, review sites and if it's got three stars, forget about it, right? Yeah, right. They're not going to go eat there. If they Uh got five stars, four and a half stars, all right, we'll go try it out. It sounds good. Everybody's saying good things about it. But Your person, your reputation is everything you have. Don't tarnish it. Don't damage it, right? So always, always deliver what you promise and stop promising things that you can't deliver. Work on your reputation in the community and keep it stellar and care about the people that you're working with. You see, when you care for uh, for others, your reputation is going to remain stellar anyways, right? Mm. Because you won't take advantage of people that you care for, right? Right, right. You won't steal from people or cheat people out of anything if you care for them, right? So it really comes about caring for the people that you provide services for, right? So for me, I have a special uh, place in my heart for small business owners. So I will bend over backwards every time that I can to make sure that they are fully informed, equipped, and empowered because it's important for me, right? I measure my success by their success. The more businesses I help succeed, the more I'm successful. And I don't count that by the dollars that come in. Mm -mm. I count that by 
the people that I've helped the lives achieve their dreams. Yeah. Exactly. So your reputation is it, man. If you are going to uh, be successful, people have to know you. They have to like you and they have to trust you. It's funny. You opened with that here, right? Yeah. You said, I know Roger. I like Roger. I trust him. And, and those three things are essential, right? They have to know you. They have to like you and they have to trust you. But the key word there is trust. Trust. How can you trust someone who has a horrible reputation, right? Mm. So your reputa reputation is everything. If you're good with people and you maintain a good reputation and you walk them through and really care for them and help them out, you, you don't even need to make an effort to market. They will be your number one sales force for you. Your clients will be your number one sales force. And, you know, for my law practice, I do almost zero advertising. Uh, I know I, I talk about marketing and the importance of it, mm -hmm. but I've never needed to do it because my clients are my best sales force. They bring me, they double my client base yeah, every few years. Here, good, good comments or do uh come to rogers he treat me well he treat you well that's and, and if you look at my reviews online that's the thing they say he's willing to take the time to educate to help us he really cares <laughs> i my uh, my business marketing slogans and everything i take it from the reviews because i don't want them to come from me right <laughs> right i want that's what i want saying. to tell people what others are saying and that's the way it should be right when other people are boasting about you when other people are promoting you mm -hmm. man that's the best advertising you can get right of course, that's, that's the review speaking for it. you yeah. and it brings a tear to your eye too it's like you're, it comes from the heart you exactly. feel it exactly well that's beautiful roger and Thank this you. i love this conversation and he touched on a lot of things i believe a lot of jc members and or just young uh entrepreneurs or people who just want to make a difference are gonna benefit from so roger thank you very much thank for you, joining Caesar, us for having me well thank you very much for joining us uh this has been secrets of tomorrow's leaders today is what i like to add Check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. See you next time.